horror fiends and horror hounds. This is Brett from Dimension Z, joined as I always am by Greg of the Dead. How you doing, man? Doing good. How's it going? I'm ready for a giant car chase movie that's like Jaws on land. Dude, you couldn't have separated this a little bit from Maximum Overdrive? Why do you think I was in the mood for a killer truck movie? That makes sense. Okay. We're finally doing Duel from 1971. A lot of people think it's uh, Steven Spielberg's directorial debut. I think technically it was because it's his first theatrical movie. Because this was a made-for-TV movie that then had like a few scenes added to it to make it feature length. And then it was released in theaters. Like It was like the school bus scene. Um, like the whole him driving around the city scene at the beginning, they added a few cuss words so it didn't just sound like a made-for-TV movie. This movie is something I one I thoroughly enjoyed. It was fun to watch. I enjoyed myself, but the first time watch for me. But at the end of the day, I'm like, how did this? Like, I'm just trying to picture the pitch meeting for this movie. You know what I mean? Like, we're gonna have a truck chase this guy. Okay, what happens? What else? Nothing. That's it. You know what movie basically did this exact same thing? Like, in within the decade, I think? I, I know what you're going to say, but go for it. Fury Road. Yes. However, Fury Road turns around and goes back. Which is what I was yelling at this man <laughs> to do the entire movie, mind you. No, he has to go that way because that way's meeting. You miss the meeting at this point, because early in the movie, oh, I'm not going to make it on time now. Then this goes on for hours, Brett. The, the meeting has passed. That man is gone. You lost him as a client. If he turns around, the truck's just going to turn around, too, and chase him that way. So it doesn't but matter. If you get back to the city, he's not going to chase you into the city. He may, and Spielberg's like, I don't have the budget for a city giant chase scene and explosions let's keep it in the nice free desert it's, it had to be such a cheap movie and i mean that as a compliment you know what i mean you have desert roads a few props of like smashed up and everything but for the most part i can't imagine this cost anything do you have the budget oh no i'm not sure what the budget is um i but look like you were saying Look at this movie that was made for TV and they added a couple scenes to make it theatrical. And then look at like the fucking Flash and how much money they vomited all over that and how fucking shitty it is. Babies being thrown into microwaves. I still haven't seen it. I do want to see it for Keaton, but I'm not in a rush to see it. I want to see it the same way that it's like, oh, let's watch The Room tonight. I have to be in that kind of mood, I feel. Yeah, I'll get there eventually. Because like I said, I do want to, on this side tangent, I do want to see Keaton's, like, Batman send-off. No one cares about the Flash. Like, give me Keaton as Batman. I feel like it would be fun with Maxwell, because he, like, loves this stuff still. So I'd want to see his reaction almost. Yeah. The listeners have no idea. But that's our good friend, Maxwell. He right. will be on the podcast one day, Maxwell. He, we he keep trying. He will. Alright. Um, but yeah, so... What, this is basically a one-man show with a few exceptions. Like, yeah. there's other characters, but no one that matters. This is basically could be a one-man show. Dennis Weaver, it fucking, it, this is his movie. Like, you want a highlight reel of your acting? Just Dennis Weaver 
I, I'll, oh, he's dead. I just saw. I was going to, if you're still alive, this is going to be your whole highlight reel. But no, he died. But it's so good. Yeah, just as plain, like, and he's so, in the best way, average dude. Like, there's nothing special about him. He has a nicer car. But, like, he's just dressed very plain, mustache dad in the 70s. Like, nothing about him, which makes this movie so much cooler and relatable. Like, this could happen to you movie and everything like that. Oh, how many times? Because we've gone on long road trips and whatnot. And we have stumbled across bullshit, dumbass drivers. And yeah. you, like, beep at them or give them the finger or whatever. Oh, I'm trying to drive here. I'm in New York City. Um, and you throw Italian bread at them. Uh, imagine if the angry Italian man in the tunnel on our way to New York City all of a sudden tried to murder us. That was the way out that I had it with, the, with <laughs> that dude. That was the way out of the city, if you remember. Oh, but yes. His hands were going. He had plastic on his furniture at home. <laughs> but no, exactly. Like, this could happen to you. Dude, I I have a long commute to my job and everything. I drive a long time every day. And the amount of people I pass, I'm a dumbass, and I just drive around. I just picture well, one of them's having that kind of day. And this is my next 24 hours, pretty much. It makes you think. Every time after I watch this movie, I, I'm a little bit more like, you can go ahead. I'm waving people on. I'm stopping at the yellow light, not rushing through it. Now I'm in no rush. Hi, trucker man. <laughs> yeah, it does put you a little, it makes you a nicer driver after you watch this. I was driving a little more like, hey, everyone makes mistakes today. You know what I mean? Yeah, you're fine. You can pass me. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, you want to go 30? Sure. But um, this is Duel from 1971. Brett, do you have some credits for me? I don't know what capacity Steve Steven Spielberg had in this. I know he directed. Did he do anything else with it? Directed by Steven Spielberg. Um, written by Richard Matheson, who's a name that I know. He did I Am Legend. He did uh, Jaws 3D. He did, um, oh, House of Usher, Last Man on Earth, Pent the Pendulum, all those great Vincent Price movies I love. Well, Last Man on Earth and I Am Legend are actually the same story, different adaptations. Oh, so that makes dude, total sense. He did The Raven. He was involved in Trilogy of Terror. Kolchak the Night Stalker. Damn. This guy's like a dude. Worked with Price a lot. Yeah. Hey, I'm Richard Matheson. Love him. I knew I recognized that name. All right. You ready to get into this movie? Let's yes. rev up those engines. Let's chase this fucker. All right. So it starts in California with some car POV, and we get a title card going through a tunnel. And our main character, what's his name? Because I don't think we find out till like the end of the movie. Oh, David Mann. Because at one point he calls, he calls the police and he spells it. M-A-N-N. Yeah. Two N's. That's when I got his name, and that's towards the end of the movie. Yeah, like middle-ish, yeah. But I want to point out that he um, is, like, pulling out of the suburbs. So, like we were saying before, this is, like, suburban dad in his suit and his little car driving into the city for work. This is not grizzled, greasy truck driver man. Yeah, exactly. This is just the most average dude in the world. You know what's insane? Because there's so, like, little bits of, like, there's so little characters in this movie. The second build is his wife. 
And we there's yeah. like a tiny scene with her, and that's it. Yeah, it's a phone call scene. Yeah. But he gets behind this giant truck hauling something flammable. That's what it says on the back of the truck. And it's going pretty slow, so he passes him. A minute later, the truck passes him back. And he's like, oh, what the hell? And oh. so he repasses the truck, and the truck blares the horn at him. We've all been here, whatever. Greg, how many times have we been on a road trip like i said and the fucking trucker gets in the passing lane and i go no you are not allowed in that lane that's not for you that's for cars that can go fast not you you stupid trucker because i used to work with them and i was in the breakdown department so whenever they call me they'd just be super angry so i have this like thing with truckers where i'm just like oh fuck you I'm going to have to stick up for truckers now so we don't get all the truckers who listen to our show drive and negative review us because of you. Most of them are probably fine. <laughs> as long as you didn't work for the company that I worked for that rhymes with Myth Manthmort. <laughs> but he gets ahead of the truck. He pulls over for some gas. So does the truck. You never see the driver. We get a shot of his boots oh. and that's it. And we get his hand, his stern American hand, gripping that yeah. wheel. There's Copenhagen between those fingers. But our main character goes in to use the pain, the, the pain phone. <laughs> the, that's a movie right there. The well, pay phone. I like that pain phone. You just, hello? Ah! <laughs> yeah, you just scream. He calls his wife and he apologizes for last night. So last night there was a dude like hitting on his wife and he didn't like fight him or something like this. Oh, and she drops the hard R of like, he was basically doing that to me in middle of the party and you did nothing to stick up for me. And it's, he's like, oh, it wasn't that bad. And she's like, oh, go fuck yourself. Basically, there's no I love you at the end of the call. It's very matter of fact of like, well, if you're not here in time, you're I'm going to have to deal with your mother alone. And she doesn't like me. Yes. I also love where he's doing like the, like stretch out thing. He has this like foot up on the counter and then like the old lady comes in and he has to like move. He's like being rude. He does seem kind of like a rude businessman kind of person. A little bit, a little stuck up, but he says he'll be home by six 30. He has to take this trip though, or else he'll lose the account. We have no idea what else his job is, but something like we can't <laughs> lose this account. Generic business jargon. Oh no, we cannot lose this client. I better get there in a jiffy. Yes. But he's back on the road and the truck's behind him again. He's bounded down, rode it up and trucking. Dude, the amount of times I wrote the word passes and truck in my notes is astounding. I had to do that so much. I want to real quick mention here at the beginning, because there's a lot of that in this movie. There's not a lot of dialogue back and forth. It's mostly car versus truck. It's so fucking tense. Like this whole movie, you're like biting your fingernails. Like they're fucking bleeding at one point. Cause you're biting them so hard. You're like sitting at the edge of your seat. You're like, Holy fuck. Like how he ramps up the intensity and like the, drama and like you feel like the emotions in this movie is so well done oh for sure it's it's very tense the whole time like and it's like a you don't want to stop watching this it's a very like you started you i had to for time constraints but it, I'm like, i want to keep watching that now like i wanted to get back to it real quick yeah because as soon as you think like oh he's like beating the trucker somehow or like oh he's gotten one up on him the trucker's just sitting there waiting for him 
And it at first it just seems like it's a little bit of road rage and it turns into I'm sitting here just waiting for you around this turn. Like you're I don't have a delivery to make. My entire focus is on you. Yeah, I'm wondering that. What was this truck driver like the people who are expecting this what he's hauling, this flammable whatever, they gotta be man, he was supposed to be here hours ago. <laughs> Oh yeah, there's some gas station somewhere completely out of gas. Yeah, um, I my head cannon because like he only stops for gas one time, and this truck goes like fucking hardcore for like hours. It seems is that he just has a line going from the tanker to his like truck. That's why he never has to stop. Really, that's just his own personal gas supply. It's almost like death proof kind of thing. Like he's just out there just cruising around, like waiting for someone to kill. But this is where the truck passes him again, and this is our first, like, hint. This is a little more than your average road rage, because it almost runs him off the road and everything here. It doesn't hit him or anything yet, but it keeps... It's not letting him pass it back. It's riding the center line and everything. It's braking, making him go slow. Fair warning to anybody, if you're riding behind me with your high beams on at night, and I'm not in a rush, you are getting 15 miles an hour less, and I'm riding that center. Oh yeah. If you if I think you're tailgating me, I can go way slow. I usually don't have anything going on. But he the trucker finally waves him ahead, arm out the window and everything. And so he goes around and almost has a head-on collision with a pickup truck coming at him. So the truck driver set him up to fail. At he's this point, David's like, "Holy shit, he's like legit trying to kill me. He just waved me in front of traffic." Yeah. And there's this little, this part's cool because there's a little dirt road ramp that circles back to the road and he hits that real hard. It's like the pod race in episode one gets around him and jumps on and he's finally back ahead of him. Now this is pod racing. Dude, have you ever like had like a similar kind of situation like that where you're like, you see like a little like off ramp like that and you're like, I could get around this motherfucker if I broke like three laws and drove like a fucking idiot. I can get around this guy and like make up five minutes. The closest is like if you're behind a line of cars at an intersection and there's like a corner business with a parking lot with two entrances there. I, I don't know if I'm supposed to or not. Once in a while, I'll jump through that parking lot. Dude, I've done that and I do the fake like looking at the business hours. Like, when are they open? Then I'm like, wrong. <laughs> yes. But the he loses them. It's all calm now. Everything's fine catches back up and this is our first contact he starts tapping the back of his car and everything with the truck here high speed chase keeps hitting them he's almost to 100 miles an hour here he's he says later at some point well he doesn't say he thinks we get a lot of his head dialogue at this he goes i'm just not a person who drives fast he goes i can't even drive 65 consistently i just slow down i'm a very calm driver so for this dude to be going 100 miles an hour is a big deal he like because it, it cuts to like well like you were saying like his uh it keeps cutting to his like how fast he's going and like when it first cuts to it it's going he's going like 50 miles an hour it's like why are you going so fucking slow like fucking go because it's like oh he's at 60 Oh, here we're at 70. It's like, finally, when he's going to like 90 and 100, it's like real tense. But at first, it's like, yeah, why are you going so slow while this guy, you know, is after you? 
Yeah. At this point, like, it takes a while till he comes to this conclusion. At this point, like, this guy's trying to kill me. The second he hits me, I'm like, yeah, I'm he's trying to murder me. Yeah, this is like if my car, like, tapped one of those bicycle people I hate that ride on the road. Like, yeah, you I hate them. Because I'm cyclist, you don't like the environment, Brett? Oh, because those motherfuckers ride on the fucking road when I'm trying to go to Goodwill and find movies. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry that some people trying to protect our ozone layer are a problem to you. Well, exactly. That's their issue. I uh, The one time when I was I was working at a beer distributor and I was on my like way to a bar after work and like there was a cyclist in the middle of the road and like I almost hit him and I went all the way around him. And then like the next day I went to work and my boss is like, hey, you almost hit me yesterday. It was my boss. Oh, holy <laughs> shit. Well, that's what you get for trying to scare the cyclist well, people. It, but I was like, why are you biking around the city? <laughs> people do that. It's a normal mode of transportation. Get Go on the sidewalk. Get off the road. <laughs> they're not supposed to go on the sidewalk. Why? I don't why know if they're not supposed the, to, though. Why are they with the multi-ton vehicles that could easily kill them and everybody hates them? Share the road, Brett. Oh, they can go fuck themselves. Go in the creek. <laughs> but he skids into this dirt parking lot and hits the fence and everything, but he gets away from it. This is right when he's hitting him and everything, so he gets away. And he wrecks pretty bad. He's coming at 100 miles an hour. This old guy from this truck stop cafe, Chuck's Cafe, comes out to check on him. He has some bad whiplash, but he's okay. Oh, you know, I was excited. I saw a roadside diner come into this movie. I'm like, ooh, eggs. Yes. He goes inside to the bathroom, like, you know, splash water on your face. You're in, like, shell shock here. Yeah. And he has this head narration. He goes, it was a nightmare, but it's all over now. Dude, this is only act one. It's not over. Oh, this is funny, though, because you think, like, he's, like, kind of regrouping. He's like, shit, that was, like, a fucking rough time, huh? Did that really just happen? Well, at least it's over now. Yep. Smooth sailing. I'm gonna go keep the the account. Yes. But he goes to leave, and he looks outside, and the truck is parked right across the street in the dirt parking lot. And he kind of panics and sits down, and he's studying everyone in there. And he's not sure what this guy looks like, but he knows his boots. But the problem is, all these truckers have boots like this. Yeah, they all wear, like, the cowboy boots type thing. Um, this is such a great fake out by the truck driver because at no point does he, do you see him come inside the building? I'm no. guessing he just kind of laid down and was like, I'm going to fuck with this guy so bad. He's going to think that I'm in there and he's really freaking out. And then I'm going to pop up and drive away. He's going to be like, Oh no, we know nothing about this truck driver, but just from the movie, what do you think? Do you think this is a first-time incident for this dude? Like, this guy just snapped? Or do you think this is a reg regular occurrence? I think every once in a while, he's like, I gotta, like, vent. I gotta get this frustration out. I gotta chase down a suburban dad. This is his release. That's why no one, like, the cafe doesn't seem, like, phased at all or what. It's like, oh, yeah, this happens every week. Yeah, that's Otis. He does this. Yes. When Otis doesn't come this week, he chases down and kills Taurus. That's what he does. That does it. <laughs> Yo, do you want a cheese sandwich? I gotta mention. Okay, Greg. We're in a fucking diner. 
I'm guessing he just orders it because he thinks that's going to be like the fastest thing to kind of come out. But it's just like Swiss on rye. And that's it. It's not grilled cheese. That's, that's... what I was going to A grilled cheese? You know what? Hell yeah. Nah, awesome. If I make a cheese sandwich, Brett, it's because I thought I had more ingredients than I didn't. And you're like, fuck, I am starving. I guess this will work. Yes. For some reason, I'm not going to my go-to move of just reaching into the shredded cheese bag and shoveling it into my face in the middle of the night. You're at a diner. Get the breakfast. The sausage gravy at the diner is always good. He's trying to reason with himself here. He goes, you know what? It's probably nothing. Like, it's a big misunderstanding. And then he goes and confronts a guy. Like, hey, buddy, why don't you knock it off? And the guy's like, what? <laughs> and he just I... looks like a madman. He goes, just, just <laughs> cut it out, okay? You proved your point. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. He knocks this dude's food out of his hands, and a oh, fight ensues. Those are fighting actions right there. You want to say whatever to me? What You knocked the sandwich out of my hand that I'm enjoying from the nice diner. Now we're going to tussle on the pool table. He overthinks it completely, which I can like kind of like identify with because I've definitely done the thing of like, okay, like there's a situation goes on. What if I go up and confront the person? How will that play out? Not knowing whatsoever how this person's going to react because I like the fake him going up to each person. The one guy blows a cigarette out in his face. The one guy just chugs his beer while staring him in the eye. Yeah, it's like that scene from. T2, where the dude puts the cigar out on Arnold's chest and everything. It's like one of those kind right. of things. Yeah. But he gets kicked out after the fight, and as he goes out, the truck just starts driving away. He was never inside. He runs after it for some reason. Doesn't drive after it. He runs after it, and of course, the truck gets away. Well, it seems like the truck driver doesn't want to, like, personally one-on-one like have an interaction with him whatsoever he just wants to fight with vehicles because every time david goes running up to the truck the truck driver like drives away i feel like the truck driver is a bit of a wimp on the physical side like i feel like he he wants nothing with a physical confrontation he's like i'm big and strong he's compensating 100 legit this is compensating with the big truck this dude can't win in a fight so he bought the biggest truck he could get well, this is one of those truck drivers that is so big, he's just grown into his seat. He just cannot move. His dick is clearly enormous. Yeah. we we uh, I've, uh, These truckers would come into the uh, terminal every once in a while. Uh, they would What's just the have piss. The, it's like the main hub that the trucks would come in for the company. Is that where you worked? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I don't work with truckers, Brad. I don't know these terminologies. Yeah, that's where I used to work when I worked at trucking companies. And we had a few of them fired because their truck was filled with piss jugs. And the one guy had bags of shit. I mean, isn't the truck theirs or do they rent the trucks? Oh, no, that's the company's truck. Ah, uh, okay, I see. It's not like But they were even then, you cannot drive around with bags of shit and be employed. <laughs> I don't know if there's any labor laws against it. If you have <laughs> shit and piss, phrase I thought I'd hear in my life. If you have shit and piss in your car, your daily driver, you're probably not employed. Don't tell me you've never like been driving and pissed in a bottle. Uh, you know my bathroom habits. I can't. You know, now that you mention that, it, when me and Brett are on trips, 
and we stop to go take a piss at it, Brett goes in the stall to pee for some reason. I'm like, and I always think, I always think I'm going to be there for a while. Like, oh, great, Brett's dropping one. I'm going to be here for a long time. But then you come around like, okay, let's go. What are you doing? Because I go in my own room. I can shut and lock the door. I have privacy. I'm not standing beside sweaty man or I'm who not knows sweaty who. I'm not, I don't want to piss beside Greg. I want to go in my own <laughs> little cubicle and pee in what is also a toilet. <laughs> you know, you're right. Okay, fair. Remember that time when we were on the uh, road trip and the guy was drinking out of the sink that was clearly labeled do not drink out of the sink? Yes, I do remember the rest of <laughs> But he gets back in the car, resumes the trip, and he comes up across the school bus that's pulled over, and he's flagged down to push the broken down bus. Is this, like, I can't imagine this scenario. Granted, this is a time before cell phones. There's no trip away or anything, like, but he's like, yeah, just push it. He's like, I think I'm going to go right under it. Oh, no, no, you won't go right under it. Go ahead, give me a push. He starts pushing the bus to give it that start and everything, and his car gets stuck under the bus, like he said it would. And... <laughs> this is hilarious because I love when he's pushing the bus. All the kids are in the back making faces out of it and everything. I don't like driving behind school buses now because I know the cool kids in the back are going to make fun of me. So, yeah. like, I feel bad for our main character here. Oh, I love all the kids making fun of him and chanting, like, push, push, push. And they're doing, like, the faces and stuff, just like. If something about it just does make me angry probably one of the reasons i don't have kids because i could see my kid making a face of me like that are you making fun of me um this is one of those scenes that was added to make this long enough to be theatrically yeah. released yeah you can kind of tell it's a little higher budget they have more actors everything like that yeah but the <laughs> The bus driver comes out trying to, like, well, just bounce it loose. He's trying to bounce on the hood while he reverses. It doesn't work. And then he looks up. There's a tunnel ahead. And the trucker is in the tunnel facing him. He freaks out. He gets out just starts jumping on his own hood and has the bus driver, like, reverse out and everything. And he gets the car free. And all the kids are out there and everything as the truck starts driving. towards. Him. Get these kids in the bus! Get these kids in the bus! And he's, like, pushing them in. And the bus are, hey, get your hands off them and everything. No, it's not safe. It's, they're fine! And he's freaking out. Just, yeah, once again, looking like a madman. The bus driver's like, stay away from the children, please, sir. Like, yeah, that's a phrase. If you ever hear it, you comply with whatever they're telling you. Because that's not a good look if you happen to hear that phrase. Like, oh, I didn't mean that. Sorry. Fine. Yeah, 100%. (laughs) Yeah. But he's driving peacefully. Everything seems okay. And he stops at a railroad crossing for the train. The the trucker all of a sudden is a good guy and he helps out the bus. Yeah, so it's not just like a deranged killer, man. He's just mad at this dude. Oh, and you know these kids, that truck driver is their, like, biggest hero of the day. The suburban dad sucks. Truck driver rules. (laughs) He's driving along peacefully, stops at a railroad crossing because there's a train going. Truck catches back up to him. He's pushing him, pushing him, trying to inch him to the train. He's putting in reverse to try to save himself. Finally, the train passes, and he books it and takes off and everything, and... He pulls off this road, like, off, like, this ditch thing, and, uh, no, that's not here, is it? Oh, he pulls over, no, and the yeah. truck goes around. He, like, goes up onto this little, like, ledge thing where the truck couldn't get him. 
Yeah, he like guns it and just goes straight forward to get away from the truck as quickly as possible. And yeah, like goes over like this, like he goes into a ditch basically, and the trucker yeah. goes past him. Stops at the second gas station of the movie, and the truck sees him and pulls over ahead. And he's like, do you have a payphone? And he tells her to fill it up while he's doing it. She's like, yeah, in the back. Take a look at my snakes, too. She just has a bunch of snakes, like, I guess that you can stop and see the tarantulas and the snakes that are in these, like, little enclosures out there and everything. Do you know who this is? I don't. Who is this? Lucille Benson, who is in Halloween 2 as Mrs. Elrod. Mrs. Elrod, are you okay? Oh, okay. Where, like, yeah, when Michael wonders, and neither would I, but that's why I love Letterboxd, because I click on the name, and he goes, ooh, Halloween 2. But yeah, when Michael wanders into the house and, like, steals the knife because she was cutting, like, a giant hunk of ham. Yes. <laughs> but he calls oh. the police from the phone booth, and the truck turns around right when he's saying, like, I'm being chased, like, a truck trying to threaten my life and everything. And the truck turns around and just guns it. He jumps out of the booth at the last second as it runs over the booth and a bunch of the snake cages and stuff. The lady comes around like, the snakes! And she's trying to save all the snakes. The truck circles around and just destroys <laughs> things like five times. I love, she's like, my snakes! Oh no! And she's like picking them up and stuff. Like, she's really like worried about her animals, I guess. But yeah. you're just picking up snakes. Yeah, and tarantulas. Yeah. But it's just so, like, this poor lady, because then at one point, David goes, call the police. She's like, with what? That was the only phone. Yes. He takes off again, and he's booking it. Trucks chasing him. He jumps over a hill, pretty much, down to where there's, like, where the train track goes under the road, kind of, next to it, down a hill, and backs up against a cliff and, like, hides. The truck who's flying past doesn't see him. He goes, highway is all yours, Jack. I'm not moving for at least an hour. I love that. Because think of, he's like, I won. I got him. It's like he said, I, I'm not going to just wait here for five minutes and then go again. And I was like, no, I'm waiting here for at least an hour, maybe two. Dude, this is the point. After you wait your hour, go home. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm screaming it at the TV. And you know, like, Sometimes they're good at writing like around things of why they don't do the simple solution. There is no writing in here. He's like, we're going to lose him as a client. Maybe you lose this dude as a client. Like 100% here. Your life is literally in danger. You could call him from another payphone and be, hey, there was an emergency and someone tried to kill me. I won't make it. Let's reschedule. Exactly. Later in the movie, I understand why it doesn't matter which direction you're going. He's going to follow you. Right here, he's around like a few curves and whatnot. He's not just sitting there watching you. If he went the other way, he would have been fine. Yeah, because he waits hours. So you could have been hours in the opposite direction by the time he came looking for you. Circle. There has to be a big circle around back to home. Yeah, or like I said, just drive the road you drove down because he was waiting for you up there. Exactly. He falls asleep, the train coming by wakes him up, he's all happy, he's like, oh, he didn't find me. Starts driving again in the same direction, and sees the truck pulled over, stops, almost gets hit by another car, that car goes ahead. It's like a western standoff here, Brett. 
wow wow it is because he like screeches the car sideways it blocks the whole road he gets out they're both like in like a straightaway so it is like they're standing off yeah he gets out of the car and starts running at the truck but the truck just pulls away he's not gonna let him get him he waves down a couple to have him call the police at uh, the truck starts backing up up right up to the car drives ahead and stops it's not gonna let him get away he gets back in the car, truck waves him ahead, high-speed chase. He goes to stop because he sees a cop, Brett, but it's just a pest control car that's sitting oh. there abandoned. Yeah, because he's like, finally, a cop. Like, because this whole time, we're, we've run into, like, two cars ever. It's yes. just, like, this deserted highway in the desert. Um, Yeah, he's, like, this poor pest control guy because all of a sudden the truck also almost sideswipes him because they go off-road. Then he's on this windy road chase. He's bleeding from the mouth for some reason, and he loses the truck, but the car's overheating. He's like, oh, the radiator hose has oil lights flashing. Dude, this car is not meant to be driven at this speed, at like in this kind of conditions and everything. I forgot to mention at the very beginning, they set up this radiator hose like two other times. Oh, how so? the, first, the first time he pulls over for gas, he's like, you want me to check under the hood? And David's like, sure. It's like, it looks like your radiator hose could have some looking at. And David, like, rolls his eyes. He's like, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Trying to pinch every penny out of me. I'll get it looked at later. And then when he stopped at Snake Lady, he's like, hey, could you check that radiator hose for me? But she never got a chance to before the truck came. Yeah. So this is the setting up the radiator hose at the beginning of the play. But now they're on a downhill chase, which helps because he's basically coasting here. And it's a reduced gear area for trucks, so the truck can't go as fast. And he crashes into this rocky hill, but the car does start back up. And he narrowly avoids getting hit by the truck, comes to this dead-end dirt road, and this is a standoff. The truck's not caught up to him yet. He puts the briefcase to the gas, points it at the truck like it's going to be a head-on collision, and he bails at the last second. Truck smashes into the car, goes up in flames so the truck can't really see well. And the truck just drives over the cliff. Yeah, the truck just like full on, just like, fuck it. We're going to take this guy out. Did he not see the cliff? Did he not give a shit? Um, I love, did you see when like the truck's driving off the cliff, you can see the door open where the stunt man jumped out before he got to the cliff. There was a person driving that vehicle, people. (laughs) Do you happen to remember the hazard sign that was on the back of this truck? what type of material it's carrying you know what i am i was kind of relieved that they didn't do the giant movie explosion for the truck it seems more realistic of it driving off the cliff and it just happened to not explode i'm fine i wanted the explosion here no because i was waiting for it the whole time because it's flammable i'm like okay this is gonna end with an explosion but that is movie that's not real life. This, this, was, this is this, movie. This movie seems more grounded in reality than a lot of movies are. Of like, even the beginning, it's like six straight minutes of him just driving around the city. It's just mundane man driving around listening to talk radio. Howard Stern isn't around right now, so talk radio sucks. But I'm assuming the trucker's dead. We do see the blood dripping onto the steering wheel and everything. I'm going to count him as dead. And because he also sits there for so long, 
he sits on the hillside in the sunset and credits start rolling. I enjoy how the credits are. I I like how it just kind of like the truck goes off the cliff. It just shows him like silhouette in the sunset and it just rolls into credits of like, he's one. Um, This wreck is still setting at the bottom of this cliff. Yeah. Well, how no cool, cops drive down this road, so of course it is. How cool would it be to go to where this was filmed and go get a piece of metal from Duel? That'd be pretty cool to see. That's like I. That's one of those things of like I know where Bella Lugosi is buried. There's a cape there. All right, that was Duel. It was a fun time. Like I said, it was a first time watch for me. I didn't know what to expect. I know you've talked to me about this movie a few times, so I was always curious. So I'm glad you picked this one. Oh, I love Duel so much. This has always been in my back pocket of like, if I don't know what to do, like just pull this one out and I finally got to do Duel. It's so much fun. It's a lot more, f- it's so much fun to watch because it is super tense. Um, Dennis Weaver does an amazing job as like the actor of the movie. Yeah, he's ba- it's, like I said, it's close to a one man show. I have a question for you, Greg. What's up? So we're going to double feature Duel. Oh, okay. What are you picking as the feature to go with this? Um, I got it. I'm going to go Mad Max original. I was going to be with, oh, the original. Yeah, I'm going original Mad Max. Oh, no, that one sucks. I think it fits better in tone with this movie and everything. I, I'm I, going original Mad Max with this. I like Fury Road more, don't get me wrong. But I just feel like that would be a fun double feature. I was going to lay down money that you were going to say Fury Road. I know you are. i got to keep you on your toes once in a while. The original one's horrible. That's not horrible. It's oh, I, I hope they show Duel first so we can leave after it's done. <laughs> what about I'm you? Gonna, what are you double featuring it with? I'm seeing Rubber. Oh, that's a good one, too. I thought you were going to go Maximum Overdrive. Well done. Now, I'm going rubber because in my headcanon, I'm going to say that this is one of the tires off of the truck that comes to life and is now on a murder spree. Dude, if you watch them back to back in this order, because our tire just sits up in the desert is how rubber starts. Perfect. Yeah, it sets up in the desert. Duel takes place in the desert in middle of nowhere. Good call. No, that would be fucking fun. All right, you ready for some Count of the Dead? Yeah, it's good to do the Count of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. All right, the Robin with Horror Count of the Dead is where we tally up all the deaths in the movie. I like your odds. Where do you think we got with Duel? I'm going to say one. I'm going to say yeah. Yeah, it's just Yay! good job. Hey, does the truck count? Because then two. No, it does not. Okay. Yeah, Brett got it! <laughs> Yay! That's Greg's Count of the Dead. Ah, ah, ah. Now we're getting into my ratings from Dimension Z. So basically, I'll take something from the movie and I'll rate the movie 1 through 10, 1 being the worst and 10 being the best. Now come with that thing right now. So this whole movie is about a car chase. It's Correct. giant. They they even mention it's like he's like because there's this whole inner monologue going on the whole time, which I love. It's like, oh, he must have some kind of souped up diesel. My car, like, can't compete with it. Like, he must have done some modification type things. Okay. So, you're being chased by Duel, which Duel's the truck, let's say. Okay. <laughs> you're being chased <laughs> by Duel. the truck Duel? Okay. Yes. <laughs> like, um, what people what's... call the shark from Jaws, Jaws. 
Yes, exactly. Okay. Um, what vehicle do you have? Oh, I, so, I, I know what vehicle I want. Okay. I'm going to go a number one vehicle you have. The worst kind of vehicle you could have is like one of those little tiny little like Vespa scooters. You're dead immediately. Okay. No, a number 10 is a Hemi Cuda. Do, do they go fast? Yeah, they're extremely fast. The only thing about them is they get like four miles a gallon. So you're yeah, stopping you're all the too. time. But Reggie's with you. He's got the skullet. He's got the four barrel shotgun. That comes with it. I was going to say, just get a DeLorean, dude. You only have to get to 88 and just fast forward to when all this chase is over. The trucker's like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> yeah, God damn it. Go. <laughs> um, I fucking love Duel so much. And this might be a little bit of a surprise, but this is a sleeper 10 out of 10 for me. Whoa! I love this. I cannot think of a, anything wrong with this movie. I think it's a perfect movie. It's so much fun every time I watch it. I've seen it so many times. And every time I'm sitting at the edge of my seat, like, holy shit, this is like gripping. Like, I love Duel. Man, I thought I was giving this a good rating and now I just feel bad. Like, I did not expect a 10. <laughs> Oh, no, for some reason, this, like, car chase movie gets me. I, I really liked Duel. I thought it was fun. I went six and a half car chase cars to run from the truck out of ten. Greg, what's what? wrong with this movie? N not much. I just not much got it to that ten. I'll say this. I'm shocked at you, Mr. I like the dialogue. The you're like, I love this movie where it's just action and everything. Why do I feel oh. like we swapped brains on this movie? This should be a Greg 10 and a Brett like 6. It's not just action, it's tension building. That's the big it's thing that gets chase. me. It's like the most like basic Michael Bay move. And don't get me wrong, I like this movie. A car chase and you're 10, which is fine because normally that's what I would go for. It just seems odd that we flip-flopped on this one. It, this is extreme. This is done extremely well. I, Fast and the Furious bullshit movies, I hate them. I hate yes. action movies. This movie gets it right this is complete suspense this is like great storytelling of it is like the simplest movie in the entire world but it's done so well okay fair yeah i like it a lot i just i don't know six i thought six and a half was a good rating i didn't expect you to break out the 10 <laughs> oh i was sitting there thinking about watching it again this time and i was like okay let's really look at it and i was like 10 i love it so much i want to watch it again immediately that's fair. That's I'm not holding against you. <laughs> this is one. Me. This is one that Svengoli shows like a couple times a year, which is always an event. Yeah. But unless you have anything else, man. No, I think I'm all truckered out. All right. We we'll, we hope that Duel has left your brain throbbing with horror. Well, wasn't that a wild and wacky episode? If you enjoyed it, please rate us five stars on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. Um, you can also support the show by going onto our Tee Public site and checking out any kinds of the merch that we have on there. We're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, that TikTok thing those kids are on, and YouTube. Just search Throbbing with Horror and look for our pumpkin. And remember to throb on. <laughs>